All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the PIO guy. And today I want to talk about the do's and don'ts of social media. Now, this is a hot topic with everything that's going on today. People posting on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. Public safety officials every day are in the news about their social media posts. And I'd like to just take a few minutes here and talk about the do's and the don'ts of social media posting. As we look at it, though, let's let's look at some facts behind how important social media is. There are five new Facebook profiles created every second. More than 300 million photos get uploaded every day. In every minute, there are 510,000 comments on Facebook alone. That doesn't even talk about all the other posts. So inevitably, because of that much social media attention and activity, there's going to be problems out there. People are going to misinterpret your post. People are going to and think you're implying something that you're not. This is why it is so important that we take time to think about what our social media post is, what we're saying, and how could it possibly be interpreted wrong. Let's look at the definition of the word like. Like is to find agreeable, enjoyable, or satisfactory. It can also be an indication of approval or support for someone or something. So when you like a comment on Facebook and you you click the the heart or the check, you're saying that you agree with that comment. Just by you liking a comment can become controversial. For example, someone posts something derogatory about a person or a, a restaurant and you go in and click on like, you're now saying that you agree with the comment that the original person made about that person or about that restaurant. It can very much be as simple as that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about having your profile and your security settings properly set in social media to help limit your risk to this type of controversy that could affect you. First thing we need to do is look at your social media profile. In your profile, do you list your employer? Your employer could be your volunteer fire department. It could be your paid fire, your paid police, your reserve department. Could be your, you know, full-time employer that puts food on the table and a roof over your head. As soon as you list these agencies or this company on your Facebook profile, it pulls them into your social media account. You are an extension of that agency or that company. You may not be the official spokesperson, but when you like or comment or post something on social media that is controversial, the public is going to look to see who are you? 
And when they pull up your profile and it says you're an employee of or you work for X company or X agency, that now brings them into this social media controversy. Many years ago, Madison County Emergency Management had to deal with this. It was January the 13th, 2014. One of their volunteers made a negative post on a WRTV6 Facebook post. And the public was outraged. They pulled up to see who was this person. And this person listed his employer, even though he was a volunteer, listed his employer as Department of Homeland Security. That brought emergency management and Homeland Security into the picture. People started calling the commissioners. They started commenting about if this Homeland Security agent feels this way about a particular group of people, who's watching the government? Who's watching? And these comments continued to to escalate, and emergency management had to take action. The director was very quick to come down with a policy that said, volunteers, first and foremost, are not employees of the agency. They are volunteers, and they are not allowed to post their employer as emergency management. They have other employers. They have other places that put paychecks in their bank accounts and and helps them provide for their families. Emergency management was a volunteer type agency. So policies came out of that because of a person's negative comment to a Facebook post. Some people have claimed that, well, the First Amendment protects my freedom of speech. It, It does and it does not. Now, I don't want to get into a debate on our government and our the rights and the, and the freedom of speech. But at the end of the day, the Constitution does not protect you from your employer. It does not protect you to allow you to say negative or controversial statements about your employer or about groups of people. There was a story that I read a few years ago of a waitress in a small town, and she was frustrated. She was trying to provide for her family. And, you know, one busy night, I'm sure she was struggling financially. And the the income and her tips coming in, just they weren't enough to pay the bills that she needed. And the stress was just mounting. And one night after work, she posted on her personal Facebook page something along the lines of, Oh, I can't believe these people in this town, in this restaurant, the customers won't even tip us the money that we deserve to be a server. Well, it's a small town. The the customers went to the owner and said, you know, if this is how your waitress and your staff feel that we're all tight penny pinchers because we wouldn't tip, We'll show you how tight we are. We won't come back to your restaurant anymore. So now the owner is faced with upset customers. Or does he take action against a waitress who was just expressing her personal opinion, her personal thoughts on her personal social media page? Well, I think you know how that story probably ends.
the employer had to let that waitress go. That employer, that owner of the restaurant, had to protect his interest. He had to protect his restaurant, which was his livelihood, to take care of his family. So he let the young lady go. The story behind this is you are not protected for your freedom of speech from the First Amendment when it comes to your employer and things that you post on social media. That case went to court. The court ruled that the employer was correct. He could terminate that employee. Almost every one of us at our employer has a clause in our standards of conduct at your employment company that states something along the line of uh, behavior unbecoming to an employee or behavior that's detrimental to the business or the company. Those are catch-all statements that can be used against you. There was another example of a firefighter during the protests that were going on. And a, a person made a comment about the protesting and the negativity and the, the damage and the destruction that was occurring in their community. And this firefighter posted as a comment, all it said was, just turn the water on and hose them down. They will run away. There is so many things wrong with that statement. Turn the hose on and hose them down. You are segregating a group of people by using the term them. And this firefighter just making that comment got him fired because of the backlash. When you click on that firefighter's profile and it says he or she is a member of such and such fire department, and that department starts getting phone calls or starts getting comments from elected officials or citizens. So this is how your members behave. This is how they feel about people. Then they enact the clause, behavior unbecoming to a firefighter, behavior unbecoming to a police officer. Okay. There was another case just outright terrible of a Miami Metro Dade police officer that was killed in the line of duty. And they posted about their sympathy and tears for the family and the coworkers and, and everything about this tragic event. And a firefighter commented two words, who cares? The firefighter was fired because of his behavior. By saying, who cares? Now, if that comment had been, the Colts lose again, and somebody says, who cares? Nothing would happen about it. But it's all in the context of how the statement is used. What are you saying, who cares to? You have to think about that when you're making these posts on social media. How is the public going to perceive your comment? Is there something that's going to get taken back to the elected officials, back to your chief, back to your CEO of the company that you work for? 
five ways to destroy your career. Number one, getting involved in politics on social media. There's nothing wrong with saying you support Republican, Democrat, I support mayor so-and-so. But when you get into negativity and you're bashing other opponents or you're giving your personal beliefs about an elected official, it is a very gray line there. Number two, when you bash your boss, I don't know how many times I've seen people post comments about their supervisor. Where do you ever think that's going to turn out well for you? Quite honestly, bashing another employee, a coworker, can be creating a hostile work environment. And always remember this. The person you're bashing today, the coworker that you're bashing today, may be the chief tomorrow. The third thing is pornographic or unprofessional photographs. Know what your department policy states. Are you allowed to take pictures and video inside the fire station or inside the police station or at your workstation? Are you allowed to be wearing uh, gear that says your department, agency, or company name? It could be a very good post. You could be taking a selfie on Snapchat that says, Hey, everybody, I'm here for a 24-hour shift. Hit me up. Let's chat. And you did that wearing your department T-shirt. If your policy says... You cannot have gear on that states your department name. You just violated your policy. Okay. Number four, drugs and alcohol related photographs. This goes out especially to my law enforcement friends. You're taking a picture of you holding a beer next to your motorcycle or you're holding your beer at an event. On the surface, there's nothing that says you can't do that. But are you prepared when you make the next DUI arrest for the defense attorney to hold a picture up or show a picture of you holding your beer next to your automobile or your motorcycle or, you know, whatever, and says, officer, do you recognize this picture? Yes, I do. Officer, are you promoting alcohol? But yet you just arrested my client for public intox. Or you arrested my client for DUI. Did you drive that car or motorcycle that you're next to at some point? You have to think about those things. And the last number five is racist rants. Folks, I don't care if we are brown, black, white, tan, green, yellow skin. We are all citizens of the United States of America or citizens of this world that we live in. We, as public safety officials, must respond and take care of those that call us when they are in need. 
There is no place on social media for first responders, anyone, quite honestly, to post anything negative. Using comments like those people, them, statements that segregate groups, classes, race, religion of people are wrong. They will get you in trouble on social media. The next thing that you need to do at the end of this podcast, this is the call to action. You need to go to your social media settings and make sure that your settings are locked down to only your friends that can see your posts. Hopefully, your friends are good people and they respect you and you respect them that they're not going to share or take pictures of your posts if they feel those are inappropriate. I challenge, every time I teach this class, I challenge the attendees, if you ever see a post that I make on my personal page, on my fire department, law enforcement pages, that you think are not appropriate, call me out on it. I make mistakes as well. I've been a public information officer for many, many years, and I've posted things that I think went to my personal page that went to the fire department page. And I'm very appreciative when the members of the department reach out to me and say, hey, I don't think that was appropriate. And I remember the exact case and instance, as a matter of fact, and I was horrified that a personal post that I made, which was a joke and it was a funny thing, went to the department page. But it does happen. But what we need to do is on our personal Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of these social media accounts, make sure they are locked down to only your friends and family that can see these posts. I hope this class on the do's and don'ts of social media has helped you. I put on this course, I travel around Madison County and surrounding areas teaching this course. It's about an hour and a half, two hour long class to fire and police departments. If you're interested, please reach out to me. I have much more to talk about in the actual class, some handouts that go with it that I would love to come and teach to your department to protect brothers and sisters of public safety to keep us all out of trouble. Thank you very much and stay safe.